Hi, and welcome to the Online Marketing for Schools podcast. My name is Mike Leenbruggen. This week, I'm doing something a little bit different. I've been in contact with a number of different schools around Australia just to do some interviews and find out what uh, people from different schools are doing with Facebook and other social media sites. And I've compiled together a collection of interviews that I've done with various people in uh, marketing roles. So I think this is very valuable for anyone who's looking to scale up what they're doing online and with social media and is working in the school environment as a marketing executive or communications officer. So first up I want to share with you some snippets of the call I did with Emily Kavanagh from Eltham College just about you know starting from the start how their Facebook page has grown and how they manage their content and who actually uploads all their content. Notice you've got uh, a bit over 800 likes on your page at the moment. How long have you been running your Facebook page? Uh, we've been running our Facebook page for about three years, okay. I believe. I've been here too. Um, so I think it, it was definitely up and running when I got here, but it wasn't being actively managed. Okay. So it's sort of been far more actively managed probably in the last year. Yep. And you said you've um, got uh, someone else that's actually doing most of the content for this page? Yes. Yep. Yep. Are they uh, a full-time staff member? Are they part-time or? They're part-time, um, part yep. They finish part-time in the sense that they're here every day, but they have um, adjusted hours to um, fit in with their work-life balance. Okay. So they're a um, young family, so... Um, but that person, as well as being an employee, is also a, um, a family member. So their their children go to the school as well. Okay. So I think that lends it an authenticity, authentic voice to to the posts as well. Okay. Rather than rather than just a straight employee. Okay. Yep. I have, interesting. I've, I've noticed a, a couple of schools will have someone actually dedicated to the social media side of things and that seems to work quite well for a number of schools. Yep. I guess rather than the marketing person having to do all of the you know, community relations and the social media online stuff as well, that seems to be a good strategy that's, uh, that's obviously working well for a number of schools. Yeah, I think it's important to have um, yeah, a number of different people probably involved, but yeah, in terms of um, one marketing person doing it all, I think it, it becomes probably a little bit, um, not so much too much, but it's good to have a different different pair of eyes in the social media space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As far as audience on your Facebook page, what kind of demographic are you noticing is engaging with it the most? Um, probably our parent community. So that would be sort of your, your 30 to 50-year-old um, age demographic and mainly mainly female interactions. Okay. Yep. And your content on your page uh, looks great. I see you're using photos. And you're getting quite a number of people like it and add comments. What's, yep. What sort of content do you find actually works the best or gets the most engagement? Definitely images. Um, gets gets the most engagement um, and celebrating people's achievements. So um, a combination of those two things always gets um, some great posts. Um, quirky things, like I think one of our really great posts last year, funnily enough, was just a picture of a mother duck 
wandering through the school grounds with 10 little ducklings following her. Okay. Um, so that was just a bit of a quirky, fun thing. Um, but that that got a lot of um, shares and, you know, you know what Facebook's like, you yeah. study it. So it's, you know, it's that quirkiness and cuteness and, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. In, a, in the school ground. So, um, yeah. Look, and I think a lot of schools can, can do so much with their social media um, platforms. It's just a matter of whether they're able to um, focus any resources in that direction. It's definitely interesting the uh, the type of posts that get the most engagement. Often, you know, something really valuable about what's happening in the school and an upcoming event will get a little bit of engagement. But you post up something even totally unrelated, like just yeah, you know, like the a duck. <laughs> like a duck, exactly, and you just get everyone chiming in, and uh, yeah. they're all about it. Yeah, exactly. Next, I want to share with you a snippet of audio with uh, Ray Byram from Ivanhoe Grammar School. All about, uh, I mean, the content that works for them, but also about moderation and, and what they've had on their page, because I think that's a, a point that is stopping a lot of schools from getting online and really embracing Facebook. So here's what Ray had to say about that. I see you've got quite a number of comments and people liking your posts, which is great for the Facebook edge rank algorithm. Mm -hmm. What sort of content do you find actually works the best? Sport. Sport, okay. <laughs> Sport, anything that's cross Well, so we, we're a multi campus school. Mm -hmm. We're based in Ivanhoe. Are you from Brisbane? Yeah, Brisbane, yep. I saw. Okay, well, we're based in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Okay. Two campus school. One is in. Um, the inner suburbs of Melbourne and one is in the outer northern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, anything, we found the posts that work the best are obviously student, everything about students um, and um, the ones that work the best are where we do cross-campus events like cross-campus musical events, cross-campus sporting events, those with a high level of students from both campuses, they're the ones that do the best. Okay, and do you find it's a lot of the students who are actually commenting or is it parents and grandparents as no. well? We have some students commenting. They're probably a bit more wary of commenting because they, they know they're not to treat it like their own, mm -hmm. that what they may potentially treat their own Facebook page comment like. So we get more from parents. but and, and it's a bit easier on OIGs because we don't, well, the person who runs it doesn't monitor it as closely as we do. Okay. And we will, we do take comments off. We take student comments off if they if they're not, you know, just not even if they're not inappropriate. Just if they if we don't think they're suitable. Okay. Yeah, I notice uh, that's quite uh, the major factor for a lot of schools who are hesitant to really mm. start pushing Facebook. They're worried about what people will say about the school openly in the public on Facebook. I think you have to. Uh, well, I think you have to be very careful. You have to do it properly. We've got a um, cross-campus committee. Mm -hmm. We put the strategy in place first. We communicated the strategy, um, a policy. We developed a policy for students, staff and parents mm -hmm. and alumni. And um, even though we don't openly say that on our own page, we openly um, follow that strategy and we, we follow up anyone who doesn't follow the, that, that, sorry, that policy directly. And we have the support of all the um, senior academic staff on that too. Okay. Do you find there are quite a number of 
uh, moderation or comments that you do need to moderate quite a lot? No, we haven't. In the past year, I've probably written to probably three or four students. Okay. Um, we've taken other ones that aren't inappropriate, but we 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 just they're they're like comments on what someone is wearing, for instance. Right. Yep. Um, so they're not outside the policy, so to speak, but we we take those sorts of ones off and I wouldn't necessarily go back to them directly on those and that that's probably been another two or three. So we haven't had a heaps. Okay. They do understand, I think, how to behave. I think that's a really good thing that's come across. Okay. Some excellent points there from Ray about uh, moderating the comments on your school site and the response I got from most of the people in the interviews that I've done is that it really hasn't been that big of an issue as far as moderating comments and spam on the page and then fake pages. It's all part of social media and I guess it has progressed quite a lot in the last couple of years to the point where these actual social media sites are you know putting a lot of work into actually cleaning up their networks so there's very much less spam and fake accounts able to be created. Next I want to share with you a snippet of audio I did with Stephen Ruck from King's Christian College and they are doing quite a lot of work in the social media space and with online marketing in general. Uh, they've got an app for their school which Stephen has been very impressed with, uh, has done great things for building their community and getting the information out to their parents. And what I'm going to share with you now is a, a quick snippet where Stephen talks about their journey and what has gone into making their social media presence and their online marketing such a success. For us it's been it's been quite a journey. We started off we started off really small um, and then have just slowly built over probably the last four years um, until now um, it's probably going to dominate our marketing stuff right um, and so we're we're backing away from spending money on more traditional things and putting our focus on on this sort of stuff okay excellent and as far as your social media presence and and pushing the boundaries on things or new technologies online what do you think has been the the biggest driving factor with that would that be yourself or is that having a, a principal who is all beh really behind it principal yeah yep. um, and I I'm fairly unique that in my role I sit on the senior management team okay and so I've got access to the heads of school and principal all the time, um, but it's it would never it would never happen if the principal wasn't supportive and driving it. Um, to the extent that there's always natural resistance for, for for it to work, it also needs to get information and support from teaching staff. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, this stuff is just so far down in their priority list that yeah. um, they, you know, there's, it, it goes from apathy to I don't see the point to almost resentment that it's getting in their way of right. teaching kids is their, is their, is their view. Yeah. So in order for it to happen, it needs directives from the principal to make sure it happens. Um, and um, he can see the value in it and and just make sure that it becomes part of everyone's agenda. Um, what, one of the one of the 
one of the things I struggle with all the time, but, and it's just a constant battle, is getting you know, good stories out of out of teachers about what happens in the classroom. Because mm. because most of, as far as teachers are concerned, they just do what they do, and for them it's really ordinary. But for the average person who's not involved with the school, they go, "Wow, isn't that fantastic? The kids are doing that." And so you know, you, you ask a teacher to tell me stuff that's going on. They go, oh, "Well, you know, it's just it's just year ten science. There's nothing exciting about that." Um, but so we've got a process now where every teacher in the school has to send me an email once a week with something that's going on in the classroom. Oh, okay. And so um, I get it's not working as well as it could do, but I still get enough information to be able to you know, sort through and, and post stuff up. And and that's that's the sort of stuff that you've been seeing on Facebook the last few days. So there you go. There's a few quick audio snippets from the calls I did with people from various schools around Australia. There's a ton of great information in these calls and I will post up the full audio recordings to the website, onlinemarketingforschools.com.au. So please make sure if you're listening to this on iTunes or somewhere else, go to the website and download those full audio recordings. There is a ton of great information in there. So thanks for listening to this episode. Please feel free to share this with uh, other people. Please add your comments to this page so that I can hear back from you. Let me know what you thought of this particular episode and if you'd like me to do more of these interviews. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you.
Do you find, as far as moderation, have you had to do a lot of that, as far as deleting comments and uh, no, kind of not not in recent in recent time. Probably about a year ago, we did, but I think that's because Facebook cracked down on people creating false identities. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, we I think there was probably someone um, that I don't know, obviously was having a bit of fun. Um, and you know nothing was really it wasn't wasn't like there were any really terrible posts, but they were just um, how do I put it inappropriate for um, for an education and um, school community um, okay. forum. So yeah, that probably all ceased about a year ago. Okay, so that was people posting on your on your page. Yes. Okay. Have you had anyone? Um, actually create a new page for Eltham College, which obviously wasn't something you set up, like someone creating a fake page and then posting their own content. Have you had that at all? No. No. We've we've had we've yeah, we've had people that have opened up um, pages that relate to their year levels. So potentially we might get a student creating a page that says, you know, Eltham College year ten, two thousand and thirteen or whatever. Um, but that, as I said, again, that probably hasn't happened in about the last year or two. And um, so I haven't really had to manage anything like that, no. Okay, so did you delete that page or ask the student to take it down? Or? No, no, we didn't delete it. We spoke to the students that were um, using it as to what, what they were using it for um, and basically discussed with them the appropriateness of whether or not they needed to use it branded as Eltham College. Um, we're very keen to encourage our students to use um, whichever means they feel comfortable with to communicate with their peers. So I certainly, we certainly didn't go to them and say, you have to take it down, but we discussed with them the, the purpose for it and whether or not it needed to be branded Eltham College and the students decided to, to change the name of the page. Okay. So it was very much a, a collaboration of, you know, why do why do we need need it? In what form are you trying to communicate with your peers? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it it was that was actually a really um, good process for us all to undertake, and I would recommend, you know, if I if I have to do that again, that I'd probably do it the same way. Um, I, I see on your page you've got uh, Eltham College principal as a, a like. So it looks like you've got a, a whole dedicated page just for the principal to post content? Yes, that's correct. Yep. How do you, so, how, how's that going? How do you find that? Um, well, the principal manages that himself. Um, so I think in, in some ways it works well because it's, it's his voice as opposed to a, um, you know, an, an entity that is Eltham College that, you know, who, whoever could be posting um, within our administration department as Al as Alton College, so it, it's nice to define that this is, you know, this is actually the principal talking. Um, but then I do, I do have, I guess, um, interest in how many likes he gets as opposed to the the whole the whole site as well. So um, I think that's still a, a work in progress. So. I can see positives to having a, a separate voice for the principal um, to 
to the main page. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 still we're still seeing how that works basically. Okay, mm. I've noticed a couple other schools will have a Twitter account for the principal. So mm. interesting to see different comparisons between them having a an actual f- separate Facebook page or a separate Twitter account. Does yeah. uh, your principal have a separate Twitter account? Both our um, Facebook page, the Altham College principal and Altham College feed directly to Twitter. Okay. But we don't actively engage in that many conversations through Twitter um, just because we don't have the, the resources um, to maintain the immediacy that Twitter needs. Okay. So um, that's something that we're looking at changing in the near future. But yeah, we've, we've got much more of a Facebook presence than we do Twitter. Okay. So you say they both go feed directly into one Twitter account? No, so there's two Twitters. There's, okay. there's an Elson College Twitter and an Elson College Principal Twitter as well. I see on your page you've got uh, Eltham College Principal as a, a like, so it looks like you've got a, a whole dedicated page just for the principal to post content? Yes, that's correct, yep. How do you, so, how, how's that going? How do you find that? Um, well, the principal manages that himself, um, so I think in, in some ways it works well because it's it's his voice as opposed to a, um, you know, an, an entity that is Eltham College that, you know, who whoever could be posting um, within our administration department as Eltham as College. So it, it's nice to define that this is, you know, this is actually the principal talking. Um, but then I do, I do have, I guess, um, interest in how many likes he gets as opposed to the, the whole the whole site as well. So um, I think that's still a, a work in progress. So I can see positives to having a, a separate voice for the principal um, to to the main page. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I'm 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 still we're still seeing how that works basically. Okay. Mm. I've noticed a couple other schools will have a Twitter account for the principal. So mm. interesting to see different comparisons between them having a an actual f- separate Facebook page or a separate Twitter account. Does yeah. uh, your principal have a separate Twitter account? Both our um, Facebook page, the Altham College principal and Altham College feed directly to Twitter. Okay. But we don't actively engage in that many conversations through Twitter um, just because we don't have the, the resources. Um, to maintain the immediacy that Twitter needs. Okay. So um, that's something that we're looking at changing in the near future. But yeah, we've we've got much more of a Facebook presence than we do Twitter. Okay. So you say they both go feed directly into one Twitter account? No. So there's two Twitters. There's, okay. there's an Elson College Twitter and a Elson College Principal Twitter as well.